The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. On one occasion when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, they were watching him closely. When he noticed how the guests chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host. And the host who invited both of you may come and say to you, give this person your place. And then in disgrace, you would start to take the lowest place. When you are invited, go and sit down at the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he may say to you, friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. He said also to the one who had invited him, When you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors in case they may invite you in return and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I remember uh, distinctly, I can still picture it, the school has been long since torn down, but in my junior high there was the cafeteria, and it was my first experience with needing to choose my place where I was going to sit for lunch. You know, in elementary school, we walked in and the whole class just went in and sat together at assigned tables, and that's just the way it was. You may sit with different people, uh, depending on who you were in line with, but uh, you didn't really have much of a choice. But in junior high, you went, you went through the line, and I remember that first day holding my tray and looking around, desperately trying to find a familiar face. (laughs) And uh, there was a hierarchy uh, in the cafeteria of the junior high, right? There were people that you did not, I'm seeing some head nods here, so this wasn't just my junior high, I'm a little relieved to hear that. You uh, you You know, there were people you didn't go and sit down beside because you didn't measure up for whatever reason, right? Or at least not in their eyes. Right, And so you were looking around, not just for a friendly face, but for any face that would say, hey, come sit here next to me. You know, things evened out a little bit uh, in high school. You know, some of the immaturity of junior high and some of that, uh, you know, evened out a little bit. But there was still a hierarchy. Uh, In fact, in our uh, high school, there was a, a stage 
So everybody sat on one level, but then there was a stage where we would do some of our musicals and things like this. But uh, uh, that was the senior stage. Uh, And uh, you had to be on the honor roll uh, and you had to be a senior to be able to sit up there. Uh, Or you had to be a guest of someone who was a senior and on honor roll. And so... Uh, at least that's the way I remember it. You know, memories get a little fuzzy. But uh, <laughs> uh, I remember that being a place of honor. And no one would dare just boldly walk up there if you didn't have, you know, the, the uh, right to be up there. Right? That was, that was a place of honor. Similarly, our cafeteria looked out onto a courtyard and that also was reserved for people that had those honors of being upperclassmen and having your stuff together. <laughs> you didn't just walk out there. You know, uh, if you don't remember what those experiences were like, you can witness this in your own household uh, or in your extended family as you look at small children who still vie for the place of honor at the dinner table, maybe when you go out to eat at a restaurant, who gets to sit next to grandma or grandpa, right? It's my turn. You got to last time, right? Uh, Or who gets to have the front seat, you know? These are the things that maybe as adults we don't think about too much, (laughs) but they are vitally important in the lives of children and youth. They live in a culture of honor and shame, which is not too different from the culture that we see described in our gospel lesson today. You know, it's not too often that we as adults walk into a room and consider the place where we're going to sit uh, and think of it as a place of, of honor or things like that. Oh, I know this morning, though, I'm sure there was somebody who came and says, they're sitting in my pew. Oh, you may not have said it to them, but thank you for not saying it to them, but you said it in your mind. <laughs> we do that sometimes, don't we? But that's more just a habit thing than it is an honor thing, right? Um, I, I think we're a little distanced from this today because, um, you know, insofar as we don't have to give consideration to places of honor or positions of, uh, of that, it's because we already sit in places of privilege and our wealth insulates us a little from that. There's not many of us, I suspect, sitting in this room uh, or even watching online that make regular use of public transportation, Uh, getting onto a bus, right, and and trying to decide where you're going to be. Our children, they still have to do that, right? And if they're not assigned seats by the bus driver, there is a hierarchy there, too. Who gets to sit in the back row, (laughs) right? Right? It's not so long ago that in our culture we can remember those who were told where they were to sit and where they were not allowed to sit. In many ways our culture has moved on and in some ways not so much. Uh, We are insulated because of our positions of, 
of wealth or, or independence from others. You know, we don't have to worry about where we're going to sit because we just sit with our friends. And if you're not my friend, I'm probably not going to sit with you. I may not even notice you. And this is where we differ very much from the kingdom of God as Jesus describes it in our gospel lesson today. The kingdom of God is different. We don't often walk into the room and voice out loud, who's the most important person in the room? (laughs) may think through some of those thoughts. And if you don't, maybe it's because you assume that that's you. (laughs) But uh, we know that the most important person in any room, including this room, is Jesus. And that was true on that day when he was invited by the leader of the Pharisees to dine with them. And Jesus is kind of sitting back and he's just watching. And he's watching people vying for position, choosing out seats of honor, the pecking order, the hierarchy. And again, if we're not doing that today, it's because we already have pretty much have that settled in our minds. Jesus sits back and he watches. And he says, this is not reflecting the kingdom of God. Let me tell you about the kingdom of God. Everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. And the one who humbles himself will be exalted. In so many ways, these parables of Jesus lift up what he tells us in other places, just matter-of-factly, the the one who is first will be last, and the one who is last will be first. He undermines all of our assumptions about what is great. He tells us the one who is great among us is the one who serves. He talks to us about generosity, about using our positions of privilege and honor and and our status and our wealth to bless those who cannot repay. This is generosity because it's just a gift, (laughs) expecting nothing in return. And so he says to pay attention to the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind. And he says that what we do now with our gifts, though it may seem like it just affects the present day, he says that what we do now will have eternal impact. He says that the one who does these things, who gives generously without thought of being repaid, indeed with knowledge that they cannot be repaid, that they will be rewarded. But it will happen at the resurrection of the righteous. The way we live now has eternal consequences. And eternity actually is not something we have to wait for. Eternity is now. 
Jesus himself, as I said, is the most important person in the room, and he is here with us today. And he invites us to a banquet, a a foretaste of that feast that is to come. And we get to participate in it even today. And when we come into this room, we acknowledge in our humility that we are not worthy to receive the invitation, let alone to receive the gift that he gives, the gift of his very body and blood for the forgiveness of our sin. A gift of sheer grace, of generosity unlike anything that we've experienced elsewhere. We come not worthy, but by the mercy of God, made worthy by Jesus. By his death on the cross, by his resurrection from the dead, by our baptism into that very same death and resurrection, we have been called children of God. And he says to you, friend, sit up higher. Friend, partake of this meal. Receive the gifts of the kingdom, the reward of the righteous, a foretaste of that resurrection life that we will enjoy for all eternity. Fed at this table of mercy, then we go out from this place following Jesus who leads us out and he changes us through the receiving of this meal to live lives reflecting that generosity that we have received. To have our eyes opened and not to be looking for where we can receive honor, but to look in our lives at the people that maybe we've overlooked in the past that we can bless with the blessings that God has given to us. Material blessings and spiritual ones too. Things like hope and encouragement. These gifts given to us freely, we now freely give. The kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is now. And it is in you. What will it look like in your life this week to see those people around you that you can bless and to extend to them that blessing as together we await the coming of the kingdom in all its fullness? In the name of Jesus, amen.